This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Going there? Yeah. Okay. So we have Pasha's bow over here, and um, the first piece is the Rebbeinu B'chaya. And he, he deals with the Pasuk, Eshaser Hisalalti B'Mitzrayim. So he says, what's the lesson Alila? Because the, really the word Alila has a sort of a pejorative note to it. It's when somebody is devious, scheming, plotting, that type of flavor to it. So what does it mean, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Mis'alel? Um, when you uh, play with somebody else, it's called Yisalalti. So the Rabbi Mechai offers a very different shot. The Tochon Lefarsha says Yisalalti, Shuloshin Ila. The, the, the Loshin of Yisalalti um, is a Loshin of a Ila, meaning the word Ila is, is a word that comes as a pair. There's Ila and Olul. There is um, there is Siba and Mesaidev. Now, the word, the, both of those words mean cause and effect. It's something <coughs> which is um, it, but I believe it, the morale uses those ashidas in a lot when he speaks up as well as being the hollow. But what's interesting is that I'm not sure that the, the those words are the Chlau Hebrew words in Lashna Mikra. Um, I mean, Ilan and Olo, uh, are words that are used frequently by the later. Um, by the later Mefarshim, by, by the early philosophers, <coughs> to describe cause and effect in sort of a professional way. I, I don't know that there's anything in a Pusik that would suggest the word Ilan O should mean that. So um, I, I, I'm not quite sure how we would how we would take the word Ila to mean that. But at any rate, um, it's I think philosophy tomorrow mostly, uh, you know, Olu is is a, is a good lesson tomorrow, I guess, Elah, but how that would fit in the Pasuk, I don't know. But he says it's a, it's from cause and effect. I think Elah and Olah is cause and effect in a more fundamental way than Sivah Masovah. Sivah Masovah is kind of a, um, a, you know, it happened to be a cause that happened to be the immediate cause, or it happened to cause something else, but it's not a cause in a fundamental way. But um, the the um, uh, you know it's, it's like the difference between somebody says the, the glass that you put fell off because somebody sneezed it fell off the table well that's a cause and effect but on a deeper level it's because you always put things in places in a very precarious way and it's just a question of a little wind or a sneeze or a shaking a small same table that will cause it to fall off so if you look at it in a bigger in a more fundamental way the causes your sloppy and um, sort of uncaring way of putting things down and so on. But at any rate, the word Elah here means um, a cause in a, in a very primary service, and the understanding of it in the Pasuk is as follows. Um, he, he says, The things that happen in this world are called Alilos. The reason is like this. When things go in the way 
that one would expect them to go. That if Reuben did A and that caused B and that causes C, that seems to be normal. But if something happens that's not at all in the cards, like that's not the way it should have worked out. Why is this coming out from this? So it forces me to realize there's a deeper cause. And somebody else has been calling the shots, and somebody else has been using these as pawns, maybe, or whatever it is. So therefore, um, he's saying that the, al- the ila is the alila. If the alila causes you to realize there must be an ila. When you see Mitzrayim, it seems very strong, very powerful, kind of in control of the situation, and things keep being messed up for them, you say, you know, maybe Mitzrayim is not in control. Maybe it's not all about Mitzrayim. Maybe it's something else. That happens. That's the type of, of understanding of what Elon Ol is. So the the um, he says alilos. Everything God spoke does in the world is called nalila. Because everything comes from that first Elah, and everything else is in all of that Elah. Okay, um, the second piece is a Rabbeinu Bechai also, going on the Pasuk, it says Moshe stuck out his Mata, a who brought an east wind, which covered everything, um, which, covered, which brought the Arba, a boker hoya was boker, and ruach hakadim not just arba. Now, obviously, the pasuk is emphasizing something which really doesn't need any emphasis. Moshe brought the arba. The schedule of the arba landing and taking off doesn't seem to be of any real significance. So he says here, so first of all, he's throwing a high notes. Mizrach brings the peronius. Meir is misalat the peronius. Um, it doesn't explain the import of that. Then he says, Masama boker hoya. The retribution against the wicked comes in the morning. Um, by Moshe says, And on the other hand, the Shur Tzadikim is also in the morning. Let's explain a little bit this Nekuda. Um, the word, the Benazza says that the word Boker and Erev mean as follows. Erev comes from the word Erbev, um, or Erbev comes the word Arev, which means to mix together. Because in the evening, when you're standing and you watch as night falls, as it's evening, you begin to see a loss of visual resolution of the, of the items that you're looking at. Slowly the lines blur, and everything becomes one blob, and you can't make out the different, um, the, the different the elements that you're looking at. The word boker comes from bikoret tiyah, which is sort of criticism, critique, which in the sense that we're using it means resolution. When the sharpness of distinction, the sharpness of the lines become readily visible and we get a very clear sense of the, the definitions of each element, the resolution of each element. Um, so the, in, the, there's a hanhaga in the Bria <coughs> where the difference between Tzaddik and Rasha, the Rantov becomes obfuscated. And that is the Erev of the Bria. That's when things are kind of mushed and we can't figure out 
why this Sadiq Aralim was a Toblo. Then there's a Tkuf in the Bria, where things fall or become crystally resolved, and we see very clearly um, what it is that a Tzadik is, and what is a Rosh is, and why he gets Chai, and why he gets Onus, and so on and so forth. That's the Zman of Boker. So the Zman of Boker designates the period of time when Rishon get the punishment and Tzadikim saved, and the time of Erev is vice versa. Rabbi, yes. is there anything that distinguishes Boker from Yom? I mean, Yom, you have the same distinction as well. So it's going specifically about well, Boker. Boker, yes, because <coughs> when a person is... We don't tend to notice the things except in contrast. So when a person is standing and looking and watching the sunset, he sees clearly the melding. You see the melding of developments. In the morning, as it becomes morning, you note like like things begin to get their outlines, they begin to get their shape. So Boker and Arab, those critical moments of of um, transition are the moments when you really note notice the, the two. Okay. Neptun says Khoshek it says the Roy is a sovereign coming to us or some holy soul or some. So the the um <coughs> so Ramban says as follows. With Tam the Roy is also coming to us up. This choshek was not only a lack of light. A very thick cloud that came from Shemayim. It was like a thick cloud that would it 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 um blew it extinguished any light just like when sometimes you're down in a cave down deep um, there isn't usually enough many times not enough oxygen to um, to keep a light going here also um, the Rambana is it to a certain level of intense darkness Yes, why don't they use candles? So 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 the darkness came like it would be a, a thick blanket smothering rather than a a um, just a lack of light. So, it could, so Raman says the word choshech here could be referring to as if they were smothered <coughs> by a thick cloud, and uh, and that's why you had all these phenomena of being able to get up and so on and so forth. Um, I, I can add the following. It's, I mean, I think Raman is clear about what he means, but we can also understand a little bit differently using the same sense of the words. Um, if, you, if you're in a room that's dark, what we call darkness, um, we we don't see, but there's usually enough light that we can sort of get a sense of things around us. Um, even though we think it's dark, um, I mean, I think the eye can detect even one photon. So, so when you have the typical darkness at night in the house, there is some light seeping in that we don't notice as light and we can't use it straightforwardly, but it certainly doesn't give us a sensation of being oppressed in. Um, I've uh, taken a, um, I've been in caves 
you know, like very deep underground caves, uh, caverns, um, or coal mine. And over there, the darkness is so intense because you don't actually have any light whatsoever that you're paralyzed. You don't have even that little light that you don't notice, but gives you some sense of it, and it really feels, it feels as if you're smothered. You just don't have anything that can give you the ability to walk around or whatever it is. So you could learn it a little bit in a lesser darga, but the same idea, that the intense darkness is what gives you the, um, that sense, that feeling. Okay, the next one is a, um, is a very, very famous Ramban on the concept of Achodzazelchem Rosh Chodoshim. What does it mean, Rosh Chodoshim? Um, in what sense? It's the first of the month, so what? Rosh Hashanah comes in Rosh Hashanah. And in what sense is Nisan the first of the month? Betam Achodzazelchem Rosh Chodoshim, Shem Nimnu Oitzi Yisrael Chodosh Rishon. Kaisel needs to count it as the first month. Umemenu Yimnu Kol Achodoshim Shein Yisrael Atashim Ashtarim Shein Matzachoydesh. So Ramban says that the point of this nace is the point of this of this counting is we're supposed to count we're supposed to name the months as follows Nisn as the Chodesh Rishon Iyaz Chodesh Hasheni and that's how Tanach is Chodesh Rishon Chodesh Hasheni Chodesh Hashlishi you have a constant reference to the months and and that's how you call it. The volcano says, "Elo chadosh Hashem b'Torah." The Yom Chodesh Hashlishi, Shana Shein Chodesh Hasheni, Chodesh Hashvi, Bechad Lachodesh, Bechen Kula. So months are referred to Lashon Kodesh as um, in, in, as numbers. The, the the names, as he says later, came much later. Ukemoyshet Yashchir b'Yom Hashabbos b'Menoi Seinu b'Menor Echad Hashenu b'Shabbos Kasher Fares Kachiskira. So he says like this, that um, we have the minion of months is, is one, two, three, four, five around Nisan, just like the minion of days on Shabbat, uh, revolve around Shabbat. Now I want to I, I want to explain the significance of it. You know, there are people on Machbit to try to mention the names of the Jewish Mansdafka and so on. Now I want to try to give a little bit of a sense to it. Um, whenever we count something, if you ever see like a little kid who's beginning to to learn how to count, he'll walk into the into the in, he'll walk into the dining room and say, "I just counted in the other room 43." Say so 43 what? Well, I count 43. The couch, the dog six toys on the floor, two brothers, etc., etc. Um, you realize very quickly that that counting is meaningless because you counted what? C- counting needs a point of reference. Uh, in a, on a graph, you have a point of origin. It's minus one it's, it, on, on the x-axis. It's plus three on the y-axis. Uh, there's there's got to be a point to which you're counting. This deviates from this point in the following way. Anything, any, any count that doesn't have any significant, any, any point of reference, is not accounting really. So when we count, for instance, the Goyish months, the Goyish years, I mean, they're called AD, meaning the years of our Lord, 
so, so basically we're saying <coughs> the significant event in, in history was uh, Yesu, and so many years have passed since his Yahrzeit. That's basically what we're saying. So even though we don't actually verbalize it, but uh, it's still that. When we say that today is the first day of the week, the second day, the third day, we're relating it to Shabbos. When we say it's the first month, means this month is the, the month of, of Kaleidoscope's creation. And every, all the months are significant in how they relate to this. And it says, so just like on Shabbos, when we say, we should say this, we should say the same thing, so by, by, by months. Um, and therefore, the Zer Tam Rishon Lachem, Shenene Rishon Bashana, Ramban says a very interesting point here. We, uh, uh, people always are bothered by it. Make up your mind. Is Rosh Hashanah the beginning of the year? Is this the beginning of the year? Which is the beginning of the year? And the answer <coughs> is, let's give an example. Lahavlov Abdullah, a guy will celebrate New Year and will celebrate his anniversary. Um, in other words, in the big picture, a year starts with Tishrei, and that's based all of us, and so forth. But there's a smaller picture, and that's me, us. For us, that's when you became something significant. That's when you are who you are, and that's when you're Kali So, So, so we, we, we have two pictures. A picture of the world, and then we have a picture of Kali Yisrael. Arishnazah is, for Kali this is the beginning of history. And Chazal really alluded to it. The Amr they said, Shemas Chadashim Oliman Lebavel. Bavel is where we got those names of Nisa Yasivim. Kimitchilo Elam Shemas Atzleinu Vasiba Vaze. Kimitchilo Yemiyanam Zechel Yis Mitzayim. Al Kasalina Mi Bavel is Kaim Hashem Har Kasev Le'Amayit Chaya Shem Asahelas Nei Somer Atzleinu Kim Chaya Shem Asahelas Shevetel Ratzafim. It's Chazal Nelika Chadashim Kambaritz Bavel. To mark our geula from Bavel, we introduce those names. Because he says Nis and I and so on are Persian names. The pasuk is translating it. The pasuk says it was the first month, which is what is called now Nisan. So, so Ramban says that it is um, the reason uh, the Rosh Chodashim means that when to use it in our counting and so on, that's what we do. And in America it's not so practical, but in Israel, where a bank will honor a check written for, you know, Chaf Ear or something like that, they will, you know, when the Hebrew date they'll honor, so people are not to use the Hebrew date, and it's appropriate to use it. Um, in close you can have a little bit of a difficulty cashing a check that says Chafeir and something like that. So, listen, you, you, so we, we, you know, we do that. But, but it's important. It's important that we preserve it, keep, you know, a person writes a letter, a person does different things, and because it's, it's not just that it's, it's, it's just kind of the Jewish date. It, it, the Jewish state marks significant events, and we need to bear that in mind. That's a very, very important, um, it's, it's a way we keep um, hammering into ourselves that this is, you know, this is what we're about, and this is w- the significance of our dates and years and so on. Yeah, yes. How do we understand the, the names for certain months in Tanakh that 
that were, I mean, they're from Hebrew, like Chodesh uh, Zid and Chodesh Bul and Chodesh Zahid. They should be nicknames. Chazal say <coughs> that they were nicknames after significant events that happened then. So Itanim is when the Abbas war were there, and Ziv is when everything blossoms and becomes beautiful. It was sort of spring, like saying spring month or something like that. Okay, and the next one is Iran, just Iran, that also speaks about um, the significance of counting from this. I mean, years and months, what does it mean? It's your new year. It's your beginning. I, I mean, you know, they, they, it applies across the board. The time of the day, the you, you can't, there, it's really no inherent point of beginning in, in these things, because <coughs> since the year is a cycle, so what do you mean the beginning? Anytime you, anytime you want to stop it, it it's begins and ends. Being, being a, that the, um, the orbit is, is a cycle, so, so that's, um, you know, there's no beginning, there's no end to it. What's the point of it? Even though Chazal had said that this ought to be the time, um, in other words, there's a certain nature, uh, you know, nature awakens and, and begins to become alive in this month. That is correct. So it is, in a certain sense, we can say, yes, this is the time of becoming, but it's certainly not from a very, very abstract chronami uh, of, of, of kind of, uh, you know, the absolute beginning of the year. It's sort of a, a just a, a um, it, 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 you know, it, it fits, but it's not, you can't describe it as such. He says a stronger point. Um, he says as follows. In the sum, in, in, the, in counting the calendar year of the sun, we could say yes. The sun is the cause of the natural cycle in terms <coughs> of the weather, the growth, and so on and so forth. So it makes sense to say this is the beginning of the agricultural cycle. Things begin to blossom. So that would make somewhat sense on on, on a solar cycle. But a lunar cycle, it's meaningless. As, you know, because in a pure lunar cycle, it happens whatever it feels like happening. You know, it keeps going round, so we keep correcting it. But at the end of the day, that's what happens. So what's the pshat over here? So he says, "Lachain ama hachodesh lachem im ayoyse shenenu royu mitzar atzus roshchodoshim lachem roshes rosh achas shnek altem boy veshetchilachem boyatayra." So he says, it, "It's a beginning because it's a beginning for you." In other words, not that the time itself of Nisan has inherently any properties to make the beginning. But for you, Kaisal, it's your beginning. So Naran says, 
this itself mm -hmm. expresses that beginning and end for us are really a distinct from beginning and end of the natural order. The natural order is a solar calendar. There's a very clear beginning to the agricultural cycle where things begin to blossom, things, um, you know, they dry out, things die in the winter and so on and so forth. But we need to look past that and say during when, when did we become a people? When did we begin to blossom? When did we begin to grow? It was Chodesh Nisan. In other words, um, time is, associates itself with certain phenomena. There's the natural time, which associates itself with natural phenomena. Winter, spring, summer, fall, day, night, those are things that fall into one cycle. And in that cycle, time is the, has the mastery over us. And all that is natural follows that pattern. Akadosh Baruch Hu made us a nation and told us, you will not follow a natural order. Your fortune will wax and wane completely um, the, it, apart from natural order of things. They'll go by Torah and Mitzvahs, close Akadosh Baruch Hu, and so on. So therefore, it's important for us to mark Zmanim on a personal way rather than just the in you know just in a general way. Okay, I think we'll hold it here.